No doubt about it. Shopping has changed. I'm sure a lot of people have been doing online shopping through this pandemic, whether it be for gifts or whether it be for food delivery. And this uh, story caught my eye. It is in the Globe and Mail. Skip the Dishes building its own dark stores across Canada to expand home delivery business. But it's not really exactly what you think. So here to talk about Susan Krasinski-Robertson. She's the retailing reporter for the Globe and Mail, wrote this really comprehensive story about what's going on with Skip the Dishes, and she's on the show. Welcome, Susan. Hi. I'm really happy you could join us because you have piqued my interest. Um, what exactly are these dark stores? So dark store is an industry term for any location that a retailer uses to exclusively fulfill online orders. So if you think about the way that the e-commerce system works when you place an order online, a lot of times that order is going to come from a big warehouse somewhere uh, just outside of town. Usually it takes um, some shipping to do. Uh, and some retailers also fulfill orders from their brick and mortar stores. But dark stores are kind of a hybrid of that model. It's a smaller location closer to the center of uh, an urban center, and it's dedicated to online orders, either for home delivery or for curbside pickup services. Now, we know throughout this pandemic, Skip the Dishes and other delivery app services have been really busy with their restaurant delivery, but this is something different. They're trying something new. Can you talk about that? Yeah, that's right. This is different than the business that you're used to from that brand where most people, I think, would associate them with restaurant deliveries. This is um, a little bit different. They're operating their own delivery service for uh, grocery and convenience store type goods. Um, so Skip the Dishes actually already partners with convenience stores like 7-Eleven to deliver products from them the same way it does deliver products you might order from restaurants. But what they're doing is opening up their own sort of mini warehouses, essentially, buying their own inventory and trying to get into this really growing and highly competitive business that is grocery delivery. So it's not a comprehensive grocery store offering. It would be really much more comparable to the kinds of stuff that you might find in a typical convenience store. Mm-hmm. But what they say they're trying to do is to serve people who, you know, might make a smaller order. You know, you may not need as many items as uh, might justify the delivery fee for a home delivery from a bigger grocer, for example. And they're trying to get to people who might need just a top up on those things. So similar to the way you might use a convenience store, that's kind of the niche that they're hoping to fill in this market. When you talk about they're carrying things that a convenience store would carry, like a Max Milk, are they allowed to carry cigarettes and things like that? That's a good question. I don't believe so at this time. Um, that's uh, there. There, I'm not actually up to speed on the e-commerce rules around around cigarettes, but I'm pretty sure that, that that's verboten. It's really okay. much more standard items, the kinds of things that you might pick up. Um, you know, a, a carton of milk. Um, you know, some snacks, some pops, some chips, uh, a few household items, some gum, things like that. So do do you think the convenience store uh, owners should be nervous about this? Because we know that uh, bricks and mortar falling out of favor for several reasons. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. So the grocery side of the business has been a bit of a different beast. So as much as e-commerce is growing, and it is, we can't minimize that, a lot of people still do do their grocery shopping in person. Um, And, you know, in terms of convenience stores and whether they should be worried, I think any retailer should be worried if they have no e-commerce strategy right now. And that's 
regardless of the type of store that they are. But people's buying habits and the amount that they turn to e-commerce really differs depending on the type of item that they need. One of the things that you know, has also threatened convenience stores for a while is just the rise of Amazon. You know, small things that you might need quickly are pretty easy to get online already. So I wouldn't say that Skip getting into this area is necessarily revolutionary in terms of the the competitive set from online for these stores. But that said, any retailer that wants to function in this day and age, I think you're right, needs some kind of a digital strategy for sure. Well, and they do have a pretty good strategy because uh, according to the piece you wrote, Skip the Dishes is hoping to compete by offering free delivery for orders over 25 bucks or a fee of $1.99 to $3.99 for smaller orders. It's not hard to get over 25 bucks at a convenience store. You need this, no. you need that. Well, let's get some ice cream as well. That's right. And, you know, so the trade-off for that is that you know, like at a convenience store, you might not find the selection that you want. You might not be able to shop around and find the best deal the way you could at a bigger grocery store, or in this case, at a bigger grocery store's e-commerce site, right? So they say, Skip the Dishes says that they want to stick as close to grocery store type prices as they can. But the reality is with such a small offering, you know, you might not find your brand of milk. You might not find something at the kind of price that you're used to paying at a bigger grocer. And so those costs can add up in different ways. We are in an inflationary environment for food right now and for many goods, not just food. So consumers are experiencing price hikes all over the place and are going to be watching their budgets very closely. So, yes, this offers free delivery if you meet a threshold, but, you know, will you be able to get the deals that you need? Are they going to be making back some of those margins on maybe some higher priced goods that you put in your cart just because there aren't that many choices? That's going to be the thing that will be remaining to be seen here. And Skip the Dishes says that they're they're in talks with suppliers to, you know, to buy more goods, to offer different products. Um, and so I think it's a little bit of a time will tell situation in terms of what this offering really looks like. And they opened two uh, of these Skip the Dishes dark stores in Toronto. Is that correct? That's correct. They opened just yesterday and they were the third and fourth locations after the company tested out this concept in Winnipeg and in London, Ontario earlier this year. And I'm guessing they're in the the city core. Yes. Yeah. And they basically cover about 75% of the customers that skip the dishes already serves through restaurant delivery in Mm -hmm. Toronto. So if you're a Toronto resident and you're in a skip the dishes radius, there's a decent chance you're in the radius of one of these stores. And Skip the Dishes is actually planning on expanding this really, really fast. They've tested it out, as I said, in a couple of markets. They think that they've proven that it's a good business model for them. And they're actually planning on opening 38 of these dark stores across Canada just by mid-next year. And um, according to their CEO, they're not stopping there. Well, anybody who runs a convenience store right now is probably a little bit nervous at this uh, situation. Skip the dishes trying to move in on, on, on what they've been doing for years. I have to wonder if this is going to speed up getting uh, beer and liquor or beer and wine into convenience stores, because that's the only way that they could stay in existence if, you know, you wouldn't be able to deliver it. Yeah, and you know that's a policy conversation, right? And I know that that's uh, that's the subject of government lobbying. But the question, really, about um, about alcohol sales is so uh, it can be so Byzantine that um, and it involves such um, such high level decisions of the government side. I'm sure that the convenience stores would love to flip that switch tomorrow. 
Susan, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate uh, you writing about this. I always like to find out what's going on in the city. And I think that we have to keep our eyes on what's going on with e-commerce because it's big business. It absolutely is. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Susan Krasinski Robertson is a retailing reporter for the Globe and Mail, wrote a great piece. I highly recommend it. I'll give you some insight into what is going on and how quickly the industry is changing.